Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and I'm losing some friends. (laughs) (laughs) You're losing some friends tonight. Hey, I think that just goes to show you that I'm the favorite. Yeah, you you are the OG. OG. The original. Yeah, that's right. Um, We are going to be joined by Kat. Uh, Her son is actually pitching as we speak. Uh, It's actually on YouTube. I checked out an inning of his pitching. Um, He got through it. So we're on to the next inning. Um, And that's all we'll say about that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But she's going to jump on as soon as they think he's going to pitch one more inning and then he'll be done for the night and she's going to hop on at that point. So we've been doing this nutrition challenge thing, and I know you got some good news this week. Uh, I'm down two pounds. That is awesome. Down some inches, but um, but mostly I can just I can physically. I'm not really focused so much on the numbers, but number one, I physically can feel a difference, and I'm noticing a difference in my in my body changing. So to me, it's more about feeling better and you know, my shorts were getting tight at the beginning of summer and they're feeling a little better. So for me, that's, that's really where I'm measuring off of. Yeah. I, uh, I dropped one more pound this week. Uh, and that's, that's pretty amazing because yeah. the injury. Yep. Um, and then my daughter's 19th birthday was Saturday. Uh, and if you see the spreadsheet that day is, um, I did take a walk first thing in the morning to get a workout in early. Okay. I did do my shoulder rehab and some other stuff for some accessory work, but okay. I think that is all I got for that day. Um, speaking of that point systems situation, uh, how are we looking? How's the girls' team looking? Hey, uh, Kat's son must have struck out the side. Okay. So she's joining. There she is. Oh, there she is. What's up, Kat? We are live, Kat. Yeah, she just can't hear us yet. Yeah, this is typical for those of you who don't see the behind the scenes. Kat usually struggles for a minute figuring out her headphones. <laughs> it's because of her AirPods every time. I can't, I can't get them to sync up for some reason. No. Um, so we were just getting ready to go over the point system. So what is our point system? What's, I mean, well, what well is- first of all, just to update Kat, Amy lost two pounds this week. Mm-hmm. I lost another pound. Uh, 
So I'm a total of 13 pounds down. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, feeling, feeling really good, um, even with the shoulder and all that. So we were going to go over the points. Okay. We never really explained why Charlie isn't here, uh, but it may have some adult beverages associated with it and not for Charlie. <laughs> or his... <laughs> I think he's on parental duty is what I think what's happening. So we totaled up the points as of yesterday morning, which would be three and a half weeks into our six-week challenge. Uh, two and a half weeks to go. And where do we stand? Uh, Charlie, 420 points. Lies. Cat, <laughs> 411 points. Oh, hey. Amy, 371 points. That's because I had a lot of negatives from vacation. And Scott, 420 points. Nice. So did you do that in order or not? You didn't do it in order. I didn't. Oh, well then. <laughs> so so I Charlie and I are, <laughs> Charlie and I together are, at, I'm doing quick math here, are at 840 points. Amy and yourself are at, this is going to be a lot harder. You are at 782 points. Okay. Bless. I think a big part of it has to do with my whoop and the sleep. And guess what? Whoop is working on it with me to track it. Here's what, this is what it is. Not, they think that um, my heart rate during the day is not much different from my heart rate when I sleep. So it's like not. How's that a thing? I don't know. But he said it's like, because like I'll have every night, like almost three hours of awake time in bed versus my light sleep, which my heart rate looks the same. So I think that that is also light sleep, but it's not getting long. So they have me doing some new thing and um, they're tracking it and talking to experts. We'll see. I yeah. accept my so left point. It, but is, it is true. You are a zombie. It is true. Now we know. Yeah. That's the only explanation. I'll find that. So that's where we are. Where we are. We're about the halfway point. And, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Pause that. We're going to go back and check some of your points because I noticed you. I fixed all of that today. Okay. Because there was some like, oh, workout. I get 10 points. Really? Because the rest of us get five. I am 50. I get bonus points. <laughs> anyway. No, I went back and fixed those. And I even noticed that I wasn't giving myself negative one for less than six hours sleep. So I went back and gave mm -hmm. all the negative ones that I should have had. Did you see my week of vacation every, every day? Mice one, mice one, mice one. <laughs> I went into on the sheet and I added like days of the week and dates because I was getting really confused when I was putting in like my sleep because the sleep's like from the night before, but it counts yeah. for the day before, but the macros count for today. So yeah, it was a struggle as I eat my cinnamon toast crunch because I have some carbs left for the day. <laughs> Here yeah. I am. So, so what are things that you, you eat at the end of the day to try to meet those macros at the end? I guess for Kat, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So the other day, remember, Amy, I texted you. <laughs> I was in like this really bad condition. It was like a lot of protein, a lot of carbs, and like zero fat. Um, it was probably one of the days where I gave myself, you know, a, a one because <laughs> I probably didn't hit it all. Um, but yeah, usually I end up with carbs. 
Um, so cinnamon toast crunch is a nice way to level out the day. I usually like have to finish up with, with like a thing of a protein shake. So like I'll have to get some protein and I add carbs. Like, so I add frozen strawberries in there and you know, then it's like a milkshake. It's like a special dessert. Yeah. Fruit's so, kind of easy to do too sometimes. I mean, I literally will go in and eat like three everything pretzel chips thins to get me, you know, surgically very close to my numbers, but it's hard. Well, my problem is that I, I have the least amount of control over dinner, especially when I'm not cooking. So I, I try to save um, yeah. some buffer space because I don't have control there. And sometimes then it's a super healthy meal and I have so much extra when I'm done that I end up eating a bucket O, oatmeal and protein powder okay. with water mixed together. together. Uh, and it's kind of like a no-bake cookie-ish, but a lot of it. <laughs> and you just like, I know that like my first week I was had so much food that I was like, like struggling to eat because it was so much food and it was just too much. So we adjusted it. Now we're at a better number. So Yeah. So that's sitting there for as soon as we're done recording to eat before bed. Nice. Already measured out. Perfect. So mayhem madness pulled the plug. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Everything else right now is going to just, they just need to call it everything. Yeah, it, it's hard for me because, I, you know, I'm, I'm not just a CrossFit fan. I am a fan of all sports. Um, and I've got to watch my Pirates all week. Um, and, but they're having trouble in Major League Baseball. Big right trouble. there near Cats' hometown, Yeah. Uh, the, the Miami Marlins came up to Philly and decided to go out on the town, and 12 of them contracted COVID. They got it in Florida and brought it with them. They didn't get it in Philly. Florida's like that's, hot that's spot. not what the rumor yeah. says. We're what like um, Columbus is a hot spot now too. So is it? Oh yeah, we're the top eleven cities to watch. Wow, it's nuts. Well, and and the governor or not the governor, the mayor shut down bars at ten o'clock to stop that, and then they sued yeah. and got an injunction, and so now the bars can stay open as late as you know. It's just crazy. It's so back and forth. Yeah. So like speaking of that, so I'm going to, um, I'm going off on a tangent here real quick. Cause this is my COVID life right now. So the County where Columbus is, is actually not the County that we live in, but we are so close to it that we spend a lot of time there. And I, I work in that County. Well, they closed basically all the schools are going to start online. So like all the public schools are going to be online for fall on, um, they announced that at noon yesterday and then at 2 PM, um, the governor came on and said, all right, well, we're, you know, all those, that's what's happening with schools, but we're going to go ahead and open childcare to full capacity. And so, which I'm licensed under for preschool as, as, as that. And so basically they sent a message saying schools aren't safe enough for us. Oh, but, but, but childcare, we'll just go ahead and just let that go back to full. Capacity. But typical politics, it's two different entities trying to play in the same sandbox without talking to each other. Yep. I think, and, I, and I work for the state of Ohio, so I have a up close and personal look at this crap every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my mom and I were talking about this the other day. I think educators should be essential workers. 
Like they should be deemed essential workers. They should be given all the PPE that they need and they should put them in a hazmat suit, put them in a bubble. I don't care. But let's go back to school, <laughs> like in person. And I just, you know, yeah, that's what I think. But back to the sports situation, Kat, I'm sure, well, I don't know about as far as what your son, if he does fall sports, but I'm starting to get very sad and devastated with the realization that fall sports will probably not happen for my son who will be a senior. And so yeah. this will be his final year. So yeah, that really sucks. My, my son does not do um, a fall sport and he's also going to be a senior, but they're talking about condensing the entire sports season from like January to June. And they're trying to get all three seasons in in June. The other option on the table that they actually had a vote on was switching spring and fall. So basically not having a fall season, but switching it from the spring to the fall so that your fall sports could happen in the spring. But the spring sports that we already canceled once will get canceled right. twice. That's what I was saying. That's not so really fair because- it's, it's not really a choice in my mind. So yeah, it's there is no easy solution to all this. There just isn't, um, and it sucks for for all those people. Um, yeah, I, I know that we would be we would have been devastated if my daughter couldn't have marched in the band her senior year. Yeah. Devastated, but um, so I feel for you guys. I I really do. Um, but hopefully, I mean, they can got- come up with a resolution. Yeah, and you've got baseball happening now. Like, we were just watching Braden play baseball in North Carolina. So I don't – it's like it's happening, but it can happen. I don't know how that works. Okay, before I start getting emotional, let's move on. All right, so Mayhem is done. Uh, they pulled the plug. Uh, I'm really sad about that because I thought it was one of the most innovative competitions uh, that was coming down the pike. It could have been a game changer for the way things are done in the future. Yeah. Uh, and we don't really get to see uh, the beta test for all that. Um, but, but speaking of the future of CrossFit competition, one Mr. Dave Castro appeared on the Masters Fitness Collective podcast. Oh boy. Let's hear it. So the, the first thing I, I want to talk about, and, and he kind of opened with it, was a little vindictive jab about all the athletes who said, I'm out. He explained that when he was setting up this year's games, that he was just going to do the top 20 because the, the winner has always come from the top 20 or, or in almost all the cases had come from the top 20, but that Greg Glassman basically argued and forced Dave to invite the sanctional winners to the games as well. Dave said, I wanted to keep it smaller, 20 and 20. We ended up going 30 and 30. Um, and most of those athletes are the athletes that were complaining that Greg was the CEO and wanted him out. And he was the one that fought for them to actually get into the games. So I felt like it was, it doesn't add anything to the story at this point, other than look what you guys did to the person that, that was actually fighting for you. And, and he has said repeatedly in his IG live story that he doesn't understand why everybody said I'm out. He thought that that was a chicken move and uh, shouldn't have been done. And that was just a, a vindictive jab. And he was not asked that question. He found a way to get to it. So that's how it kind of started out. 
And so Kat texted me that last night, got me all fired up. Um, and then I actually listened to it uh, in its entirety this morning just to kind of get a, the context from everything. But the other things that were brought up were, and these, these weren't that bad uh, other than I have a blanket statement about the whole thing, is that they want to bring back the affiliate cup because it brings back the excitement in the gym for the open for people to try to make that team. And it gives you like gym pride because you're associated with that box and that. Uh, the other is that they, they are going to move the open back to the spring and it's more, they had to, they had to think about the why, why they did that in the first place. And it has nothing to do with the CrossFit games. It has to do with getting people started doing fitness in January and giving them something to shoot for in February, which makes total sense Yeah. when you say that. It's, it's kind of as the, the people kind of die down in their passion, ooh, let's give them the open and something to shoot for and some excitement around that. Yeah, that was interesting. I'd never heard that explanation before. That was pretty cool that... You know, he he explained sort of the why behind that. But again, I would just wish they would have been so more open and transparent with communication from the beginning. That would have been useful information. And, to have. and he did say repeatedly in that podcast that that is where they fell short. Mm-hmm. Good. For years. Own it. Um, and then the other thing he said is they asked him about what the the some stuff about the age groups going forward, and his oh. response was. Marth is not happy about the age groups getting removed, <laughs> um, but uh, major changes are coming. So he wouldn't even speak to that because those major changes would affect what is happening with the age groups. Yeah. I, it, it didn't seem promising for the age groups in, in my mind. I liked the explanation. I don't know if you heard um, him talking about how when the age groups, the, the masters age divisions were allowed to like be in the tennis stadium, you know, for events, but he never had the teens in the tennis stadium for events. And the reason why was because he wanted them to aspire to become individuals to sort of make it. And he was acknowledging the fact that the masters sort of, you know, with all due respect, past their prime, like we're not going to be like under the lights, you know, as an individual, but to give them that experience, you know, as they aged up. Um, but I thought that was interesting too. Like it was just cool to get some logic behind some of the things that they do that he didn't include in his book, you know, that he wrote about, you know, programming the games and all that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. He did have a lot of like explanations as to why he has a time cap or, yeah, and, and, and things like that, that were pretty interesting. And I also was, I was surprised a, that he went on a podcast of a non CrossFit sanctioned event for masters when he kind of poo-poos all the sanctionals. You know, he talks about how he doesn't pay attention to them. He has no idea what the programming is like. I mean, he even made mention that, you know, Rich Froning asked him to help program the Mayhem Classic. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So it was, it was interesting to just see a little bit of a shift in Dave's, you know, mentality and his openness to some of these things that he may have been closed off to prior to all this, prior to the tweet, let's say, because... Um, these guys were asking him like advice about programming and, you know, what do you think about this event? And, and he was, he was really receptive. So it was interesting. Well, and I think there's a major difference between this age group thing and a sanctional. 
a sanctional is kind of competing with the entity that is the games and the open where this is kind of its own thing off to the side. And I'm wondering if that is one of the major changes that they are going to let the third parties crown the fittest age group people mm-hmm. as, as part of this. But um, cause he did kind of mention that it was Glassman's vision to have it all overlap at one location and become a festival. Right. And it sounded like it wasn't necessarily their plan to follow suit. Yeah. Uh, but that would be reading in, into it quite a bit. And, I'd, and so that's just my speculation. And so while we're talking about Dave, I might as well say a little bit of my vindictiveness for the week, my pettiness. Um, you know, I think it was two weeks ago now. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. We posted uh, a headline of our YouTube uh, about Dave Castro saying that Matt Frazier would not win the CrossFit Games. Two weeks ago. Two, two. And it has been flooded with that headline all this week. In fact, right before we came on the air, Team Richie, same headline. Yep. Wow. So, you know... If you want your breaking news <laughs> two weeks before all the other guys, and actually, you know, I have mad respect for a lot of those people that use the same headline. Um, I, and, I, and I'm actually confused that it took them this long to kind of hop on board. Uh, but yeah, that was weird. It wasn't until Morning Chalk Up made a story about it, then everybody jumped on that headline. Yeah. We're just more nimble. We, and we support the Morning Chalk Up. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're just more nimble than everybody else. So that was, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, I got to pat, pat ourselves on the back because we did have that a couple weeks ago. And it is one of our biggest downloaded episodes ever. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of Masters Collective, that's coming up really fast. And... <laughs> Is it though? Did you pick a hotel yet? Uh, I have not, but I think I'm going to stay in the one in the convention center. Okay. Well, tell me so I can do the same thing. Cause you might have to pick me up at the airport. I, I just have to get paid. I might, you might be to officially to make it happen. Before, I get, yeah. I get paid Friday. Then driver, I'll, driver. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get enough of your crap through the week. Now I gotta, right. <laughs> okay. So, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. I'm still so kind of like, they were very confident on the podcast and, and kind of what's unique. And, and I don't, I, you didn't listen to it, did Jamie? No. The guy running the Masters Fitness Collective runs a conglomerate of nursing homes. He has access to the rapid tests. Wow. So they have a, a quarter of a million. Isn't that what he said? Mm-hmm. Quarter a of a million rapid tests so okay. that they can you test. You get a test. You get a test. You get a yeah. test. <laughs> so we, we're going to get our noses swabbed like crazy that weekend. Yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It almost made me say no. <laughs> but anyway. It'll be fun. So I, they, they're very confident. There, there is no spike in Fort Wayne, Indiana. They are going to make it a bubble. There is just like the three hotels. They're all within uh, either across the street from the, the convention center or they're in the convention center. 
and they they eliminated their big swim out in the in fresh water uh to kind of contain stop that it. yeah contain it a little bit more um they say they're going oh guess what one of the workouts is amy it's what? five rounds for time 15 thrusters 15 chest to bar pull-ups they call it what like the wrath of fran or wrath something of like fran. That. so the worst round of fran five times basically <laughs> they, they actually called it the chunky round of Fran five times. Yeah. Dave liked it. Mm, I don't. Mm-mm. All right. So Kat and I are heading out to, to judge that event. We're pretty stoked about that. Um, and then what I have next on the list is affiliate reps. You know, that was a big deal about a month, month and a half ago. They still have not named Pennsylvania, Delaware, Virginia, and I know. <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm not going to get it, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, so they, they have announced, we knew NorCal and SoCal. And Texas, uh, I think. Uh, well, I have, yeah, five of them listed here. I didn't know Texas until mm. I've looked it up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Texas was Grace Patnod. I don't even know who that is. Uh, <laughs> and then Florida, they named Shay Tazo. Yeah, she's a, she's a judge. She's in the judge community. And North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin is Kyle Kasperbauer. Ooh. Okay. I like and then they, they named somebody for Illinois too, right? That, that is not, I, I just looked it up a couple hours ago. That's all they have listed. I got an email about it. See, I'm an affiliate owner. I get these emails. Oh, affiliate <laughs> See what I'm going to have to deal with for a weekend in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> I'm like a mini Jason Ackerman. Let's, nice. let's, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. okay. So our friend, my, my dear friend, Athena Perez, was on Ackerman's podcast. He made a statement that he was shocked that overweight people volunteer to work the CrossFit games. And, and I, what did he say about it? I took major exception to that, first of all. He said it would be like him going to Comic-Con, not knowing anything about superheroes and sci-fi stuff. So that's what, it, what he's saying is that overweight people have, know nothing about fitness and shouldn't be there. Well, one, I thought that was the goal of CrossFit is to teach people about fitness. And Athena had a great response to that. Did you ever think they're 200 pounds into their journey and they have lost 200 pounds using CrossFit and want to celebrate that by volunteering at the games? I listened to that first 10 minutes of that podcast I mean, I did not even want to listen to it more because I felt like everything she was saying, every part of it, he turned it around and made it all about him. Well, let me tell you about my book that I wrote a book and my book was bestseller. Everything. It was very selfish, I thought. Yeah. I thought she did awesome on, on her replies, but... Well, she, she actually start, did another reply today on social media. Okay. Uh, I talked to her this morning and she said that she'd been sitting on it for a week. Mm -hmm. 
and tried and was contemplating like, should she say something publicly about it or not? And what she did is she just used it to create a forum to educate people and to let people tell her about the experience that they had. And so if you go to her story, uh, it'll probably be there till tomorrow morning. Um, hopefully we can get this out tonight. Uh, you can see that whole kind of thing happen. And it's, it's actually a beautiful thing about experiences people had, fears that they had because of their weight. Um, yeah, and, and, and her talking through all that with everybody. CrossFit was all about uplifting people and encouraging people. Um, you know, even Glassman will, would say prior that, um, you know, the games is the 1% of the 1%, those athletes that go there. Like the, the whole CrossFit community is about better health and wellness. So. Well, and he said, we have more 100 pound losers, 200 pound losers than we do games athletes. And he would tout that. Yeah, you I know? mean, it was it was almost like he was, he was saying like the games is, is this outrageously fit place that you, you can only be fit to go to or something. It just didn't make sense because I mean, we all know, and he knows very well, you get a lot of obese people in gyms, in CrossFit gyms, right? I mean, we hear stories a lot about it now. I mean, people, more people lose a hundred pounds than send somebody to the CrossFit games, right? He knows that. Um, so I didn't quite understand, you know, where that was even coming from, because it's not like we volunteers think we can be athletes, you know, like at the games, we just right. love the sport. Shouldn't well, matter. My example, you know, I, I, I lost 200 plus pounds. I volunteered for the 17 games. It was my job to carry the yoke back after every round of Strongman's Fear. Right. Who so else is going to do that? Right. It doesn't. And I was able to do that to 50 yards every time, right? After the Madison triplet, I had to carry the cheese curds. I had to run down around the hay bales, go down, pick up a cheese curd, either 75 or 100 pounds, and bring it back and set it for the next round. Yeah, I was still probably considered, I was overweight at the time, but I was still able to do all that stuff with everybody else right. because of the seven years of CrossFit I had before that. Anyway, I just, yeah. I kind of wanted to address that because I think that like that, that's a major thing and that it really, it really does offend me when that stuff like that happens. Yeah. He's, he stepped in doo-doo for sure on that one. And on, and on a positive note, Athena's book is out today. It's actually out it. today as we're ordered, uh, right. as we're recording on Amazon. Okay. Well, now you I could pre-order it. You could pre-order it through Athena and get a signed copy. Oh, I ordered mine on Amazon the other day and it came last week. Paperback? Paperback? Yeah. I oh. have it. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. I ordered it today. Officially, it didn't come out until today. You must have a cheat code. I've already started reading it. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, the next thing we, we're done with all the news. Uh, no, we're not. That? No, we're not. It's officially a signed deal. Oh yeah. Shoot. I had that on here. <laughs> I know you did. CrossFit okay. is officially sold. sold. Yes, there it is. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Rosa and Greg Glassman signed the, the paper. It can't, they cannot take it back. Wow. wow. 
Cool. Yeah. You're special, Amy. Um, okay, Eric. Yep, Eric. Officially. So they, they signed the deal. Can't turn back. A couple interesting notes of this is that Eric did not buy it himself. There was speculation he had the, the cash to do it, but he did do it with an investor group called the uh, Berkshire Partners out of Boston. Which makes total sense. I mean, whether he had the cash or not, like that would be stupid of him. He would never do that. But no, go ahead. No, I, I have a thought, but go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. What's your so, thought? So my thought is when you bring in an investment group, that's, that le lends me to believe that there's a better shot at having a board of directors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because they're going to want to make sure their money is taken care of. Yep. You guys, speaking of, I did something funny over the weekend. Did you buy CrossFit? No. Remember, I told you I slid, slid into those DMs. <laughs> I sent Eric an Instagram message. And listen, I just said congratulations on the purchase. So happy, for, excited for our community. And he saw it that I know and he liked it so good I feel like that was some acknowledgement and that was nice more than Dave Castro has ever given me so yeah and what, what's been cool that I've seen too uh is he's been very responsive to people uh he has been uh, traveling the country uh dropping in at places to talk to people you know he dropped in at train with rich he's dropped in uh Matt he stayed with Matt Frazier and Sammy Monitz during that weekend uh yeah, Julie Fouché was there uh, doing a podcast, which if you want to re listen to a Rogan-sized Julie Fouché podcast. Three hours. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good one. Very good. She Matt? gets more out of those two than I think anybody has so far. Yeah. yeah. Matt is such a good storyteller. Loved it. For, from an editing side as a podcaster now, uh, you know, Julie doesn't allow swearing on her podcast. And she bleeped out. <laughs> oh my gosh. It had to be, it had to be a high number. <laughs> Double digits. And I'm, just, and I'm just thinking she got that out really fast to have to insert those blanks in. Oh my, I, I, I would go nuts. That's funny. It was a great interview. If you have the time, put it on like, you know, if you can watch it on YouTube and put it on like double speed or something, get through a little faster. Yeah, I actually did two car trips and a Grubhub delivery night to get through it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Eric's out everywhere. I think um, everybody's kind of optimistic. Uh, everybody that's talked to him that I've heard. I, I mean, Matt and Sammy couldn't say enough good things. Julie couldn't say enough good things. Rich has said good things. Yeah. You know, I, I think like th this is going to be pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, we good? We ready for the fun stuff now? Yeah, we're ready for fun stuff. All right, I haven't missed anything else. Nope. I uh, I don't want to wear readers while I'm doing this podcast, but man, I may come to that. It's it's why I don't have my glasses on because this is so I can see like distance, but you guys are so close, I have to take them off. No, no shame. It's all good. No shame in the master game. Right. Yeah. We old. It's okay. That's why I get the bonus points for workouts. Nope, negative. <laughs> uh, all right. So our first stupid question of the week brought to you by. Oh, oh, can you see mine? Hold on. 
brought to you by our, our merch. Merch. I have an idea about our merch. Okay. We're not there yet, but okay. Oh. Well, I'll wait till we get there then. Let's let's just go there since we're there now. Okay, we're there now. We are. So if we want merch, what do we do? So uh you gonna Venmo me or cash at me? Okay. Uh, I just made a post on Instagram again today. The deadline for the first order is going to be Friday night at midnight. What's um, the Friday night? The July 31st. Friday, July 31st, midnight. Deadline for your first order. Cash app or Venmo me. Uh, I will put that on the podcast here and in the description below so that you can see what that is. And then just send me your address, name, size, and type that you would want. Because we have the alternate logo long sleeve white shirt. We have the unisex regular shirt with the, the traditional logo. So this is uh, almost dumped over my uh, oatmeal. Yeah. So that's the alternate logo on the white shirt. We have to call that something else. I don't like alternate. We need to call it like. See, in the sports world, you have alternate jerseys. That's so Oh, okay. It just sounds. <laughs> and then this is, this is the traditional logo on the unisex t-shirt. And we, we do go to Clydesdale sizes, just to let yep. everybody know. Uh, and then we have the racerback tank in this, the muscle tank in this. And we also have hats and these lovely coffee mugs. Here's where I'm hopping in. I have an idea. Okay. Let's, let's, get, us, let's get us a wine glass. With that on. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, like the portable wine glass like that. Yeah, I wanted to do this on the first run. The next run, I, I think I want to do like a Yeti type thing. Like, yes. Um, and then maybe a wine glass and uh, come up with some other. I, I have a couple ideas floating, but I, I want to run it past you guys before. Okay, well, you, you heard it here first. We're hoping for wine glasses. Okay. Okay. I, th I think we can make that happen. <laughs> that way I can I can have it when we're recording, and I'm really just just promoting the podcast. Right. And getting a negative point for it, and I love that. So. <laughs> Whatever. Um. But the other thing is, I know that these are in my in my store. These and the hats. But if you want, you can, and you want a shirt and a hat or a shirt and a cup, just send that to me, and I'll put it all in one order. Um. And you'll get it at the same price as if you. Bought it at the store. <laughs> Who was that? Scott Radowski. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Is he wow. like just off? He's just in the wings, like when you record most of the time. <laughs> and I was just like, it's oh. amazing. So that's our merch. Um, really proud of it. It it came out well. Um, we all, I think, we, everybody has theirs now uh, in the crew, so we're good. Uh, so now stupid question of the week with COVID wiping out our summer, what is your favorite summer activity? And we're going to start with cat. See, I forgot this one. So was, are we supposed to answer this like current this summer because of COVID or pretend COVID's not around? Pretend COVID's not around. Maybe it got taken away, but it's your favorite thing to do in the summer. Got it. Okay. Um, 
go have ice cream at the local creamery with no fruit would be my favorite thing to do. <laughs> no, actually, so there's a place called the Kennett Creamery, which is actually not, it used to be a creamery and now it's like a um, like an, a beer garden, like an outdoor, indoor beer garden. And it's super cool. They've got Same you know more. pretty little lights, <laughs> a bunch of different microbrews on tap. They do like seasonal mixed drinks. They have an ax throwing place that's like right there on the premises. Um, and they have food trucks. You know, they've got like the tater tot food truck that comes on Tuesdays and they have, you know, the, the Korean barbecue that comes on Wednesdays and all of that. So really cool place. And it is actually right down the street from one of the gyms that I used to coach at on one of the CrossFit gyms. So it's a pretty cool location and they have like live music. Um, that is definitely something that I miss because now when you go, you have to like, you can only sit and drink and you can only get a drink if you order food. You can't just have a drink and it has to be an actual meal, not an appetizer. And there's like all these weird rules, but they had an ice cream truck. What, I'm, what I was really getting at, they have an ice cream truck and the ice cream truck used to do cookie witches, like uh, two ice cream, two chocolate chip cookies with ice cream in the middle. Um, and that was sort of what I would get, but I would always make them. And there's, you know, they're like 15 year old girls that are working these ice cream food trucks. So I like come up and I'm like, you know, little miss know it all with my chip witch and I'd ask them to put the cookies in the microwave because <laughs> that's not how they would serve them. But I was like, could you please put that in the microwave for me? So they'd have two nice soft cookies with like vanilla ice cream inside. My favorite. So, so it's actually soft serve and they're doing it. No, it's, um, it's hand dipped. Oh. Hand dipped. Well, funny story. How I got to 500 pounds is I worked at Wendy's for a really? while and they, we used to sell these Otis Spill, spill Spunk out, Meyer. What, Spunk Meyer cookies. Yep. And on my break, I would grab two of those, go over to the frosty machine, squirt some in the middle. Oh, lovely. This was back when there was just a chocolate frosty though, right? Yeah. 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 This was like eighties and it didn't Love really it. get me to 500 pounds, but it did probably start me on that journey. Right. Didn't help or didn't yeah. hurt. So yeah, I think going there and hanging out with friends, you know, having a beer, listening to live music, being outside, seeing dogs walk around, like that was just really cool activity. That's fine. Amy? So I'm all about the outside life in the summer and the lake life. So I love going to, um, both of my in-laws have separate places on a lake and um, going there, spending time in the lake um, or you know, just going boating. Um, we don't own a boat, but we friends I have a boat. Those are the best kind of friends to have because then you get to go on the boat and not have to pay for it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm all about that, that outdoor like hiking and boating and boating and lake stuff. So mine's really like a combination of both of you. Oh, okay. I, I, I love the lake life. You know, as Amy knows, we've actually stayed in her in-laws <laughs> place up at the lake. Um, it is, I, I just love being around water. And probably, you know, the thing with my legs that I miss the most is I cannot go in the water. Like mm -hmm. it's been, it's been two years since I've got to go swimming in a pool Yeah. because of that. Um, and so I miss that tremendously. And the other thing I like to do is go to like a beer garden, sit outside and listen to live music mm -hmm. uh, with a nice cold adult beverage. I'm remembering one night we had a gym night out and we did that over at local roots we were dancing we were we were dancing 
that was a fun time with the live music. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. So here's where it gets really stupid is we talked about it a couple weeks ago and actually one of our guests brought this up uh, that we have not released yet. And that is what is our favorite professional wrestler? And there's two categories. So you have to come up with two answers. I want an old school, meaning 1980s or before, and one new school, 1990s or after. And let's start with Amy. I like mine because it kind of reminds me a little bit of CrossFit now. And uh, just for a podcast that we did the other day, Junkyard Dog. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh. Okay. Junkyard dog. That was one that was my old school one. Oh. Oh yeah. He would come into Queens, another one bites the dust. Yep. Are you ready for my newer one? Sure. I'm gonna give you a twofer. Gotta say the rock. I have to say the rock. Also, <laughs> I love John Cena. Oh, those are both mine. <laughs> Sorry. Go figure. Well, actually, you know what? They are the only two modern day wrestlers that I know of. So that's why those would be my that's answers. That's why I'm saying that too. <laughs> that's so funny. You don't know Dave Batista? No. Played, played Drek in, uh, in the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy? Nope. Nope. Uh, I mean, now that you say that, maybe, but I didn't know he was a wrestler. I just knew he was a big guy. Yeah. He was a wrestler. So do you have an old school one, Kat, or... I have so many old school ones because I grew up watching this with my brother. Um, Can I do like some honorable mentions? So I'm going to. Uh, (laughs) Andre the Giant. Rowdy Roddy Piper. And Jimmy Superfly Snooka. (laughs) He's my favorite. The Flying Hawaiian, right? Yeah, I mean, I can remember standing on top of couches and flying onto the floor, <laughs> landing on my brother, um, doing all that. So, yeah. Yeah, so when, when I first started watching wrestling, probably late 70s, early 80s, uh, the junk, Junkyard Dog was my, my dude. Uh, just love that guy. Um, but then as I developed kind of in the 80s, the Ultimate Warrior was my favorite. And I've actually... Yep. Donned the costume yes, you know. a few times. One uh, with Amy on a warrior dash. Yep. I did the whole thing with the the streamers coming down my arms and and I had the sunburn tan to prove it. Yeah, you <laughs> but, did. But the uh, the those those whatever there the fringe yeah. got muddy and it would whip me as I was running. It was so <laughs> painful. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the ultimate warrior. And then my new school, I was the, the rock was one of my favorites. Uh, I just love the attitude, but I actually was friends with one of the new wrestlers in college. And so we rooted for him. Uh, and that was Kurt Angle. Uh, he was an 1996 gold medalist in wrestling, uh, but he wrestled at Clarion university in Pennsylvania. He was a four-time national champion, and uh, I was my roommate was a wrestler, 
And so we hung out with the rest the wrestler house all the time and ate lunch. And, and I knew Kurt that whole year. Um, and he went on to be a WWE superstar and uh, was, uh, we actually ran into him at the Arnold a couple of years ago and life has been rough on Mr. Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, I, I I like Stone Cold, but like you couldn't like Stone Cold and The Rock. They yeah. were kind of like rivals. Yeah. So The Rock was my dude. Yeah. Wasn't there a guy from like the real world who became a famous wrestler too? That's the, the only the other Miz. that's the only other modern day wrestler. He I now know. hosts a game show called Cannonball. Really? If you have not watched it okay. and you just want to laugh. Do you remember like Wipeout from like a couple years ago? Yeah. It's the same premise. They launch people down a water slide, like, and it launches them up into the air. And then they have to try to like hit things and, or for distance or so funny. Yeah. So Very funny. Cool. So Scott, can we post a picture of you and your warrior? Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think I have. I th- I it's back it. on my Instagram. And, and I could I could also tell you that Hulk Hogan is one of my favorite because I was Hulk Hogan for Halloween a couple of years ago, and I'm pretty sure I nailed it. So I'll try to dig up a picture of that because it's pretty amazing. That was when I had okay. blonde hair. <laughs> All right. So uh, those are our stupid questions. Uh, we've already talked about merch. So now we're going to go to favorite thing from the internet. And because it's Amy's favorite category, we're going to start with her. Listen, I'm not giving away my shot because my favorite thing is Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> Were you yeah. going to say that too? I was. Ah! But you know me, I always pick two yeah, just no. in case. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I watched Hamilton with my daughter on her birthday. That was her wish that I sit and watch it with her. And it's amazing. Un, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth the three hours. It is. The story is so good, and the music and the dancing and the. I'm just amazed he created that entire thing. I mean, it took him like ten years to do it. The spinning floor in like eight different directions. Yeah. Like, like everything was just really good. And you've actually seen it as a play, right? Yeah, I went to, uh, last year to Chicago and I got to see it in Chicago, not in New York because I can't afford that, uh, but went to Chicago and saw it there. So that was really awesome. Cool. Kat, what you got? So I've been watching a little Netflix. So I'm home alone pretty much this week. So Chris and Braden are in North Carolina. Eliana's been at friends' houses and things. So I get the television to myself and I put on Netflix and just picked like the first thing that came up. Um, and it's called Love on the Spectrum. Super, super interesting. So I, um, I have an affinity for people that are on the spectrum. I coach two of them, probably three of them. Um, and this is all about how people on the spectrum, like people with um, autism or people with Asperger's and, and things like that, they want to be in relationships, right? Just like everybody else. Like they want to fall in love. They want to get married. They want to have kids. And this show follows like a half a dozen um, people um, with autism or who are on the spectrum in Australia and they follow their sort of journey in finding love. It's adorable. I mean, they have like these little workshops that they attend to sort of 
help them understand like what the goal of dating is to find someone who's compatible, has common interests. Um, and you just see sort of their struggles and their vulnerabilities and in sort of getting hooked up with one another and trying to find like a match. It was really, really cute. And Eliana, my daughter, she's always wanted to be like a special ed teacher and she's just sitting there watching. She's like, these people are so adorable. Like they're, and then she even said to me, she's like, I think I'm on the spectrum. She's like, that girl is just like me. <laughs> she's so funny. Um, but we had a, we had a really nice time watching it. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And I hope, and I hope people watch it and don't like just ridicule it because yeah. you probably could if you wanted to, but it was just really sweet. Yeah. My favorite. So my favorite thing from the internet is as it was disclosed a couple episodes ago, I, I love my rom-coms and um, a, couple year, a couple years ago, Netflix came out with a movie called The Kissing Booth. And uh, it's something, I have one kid, she's a girl. Her and I watch these movies when they come out. And so we watched Kissing Booth a couple years ago and it was perfectly fine. It was actually a good movie, very formula, but that's okay. That's what you're getting on a rom-com. So Kissing Booth 2 came out. Uh, this week and my daughter's like we got to watch it we got to watch it and so we watched it and it was great it was great right down right down the fairway like a rom-com should be <laughs> not, not, nothing out of out of the ordinary but but we really enjoyed it All and right. so that's the best thing I've seen on, on on the internet and I do have to add one more thing that I am you know I sometimes I get in these moods where I just have to watch feel-good shows and because I just I need the the crappiness from the world just go away. And, and so I decided to start binge watching again, the West wing. Uh, and I am two seasons in already and I have a man crush on Aaron Sorkin. Anything he writes, I love, I, I cannot be critical of anything he's ever written. And he's written a few good men, the American president. Uh, he did a show called sports night. Um, he did a few uh, West wing, uh, newsroom, uh, Studio 60 on a Sunset Strip. Those are all his big, big shows. And uh, I, I think I own all of them because uh, I'm that big of a fan. But the writing is just so, like I'm in awe of the writing every day that I watch this. And uh, it just makes me feel good. Yeah. And it's politics the way they should be and not how they shouldn't be like we're going through today. Right. And so... Um, I just am really, really enjoying it. Hey, before we close, I have a question. What's that? What's coming up on Monday? What episode are we dropping? Oh, who? Are, what are we dropping? Yeah. Uh, I, gosh. <laughs> um, so I guess I have to make a decision right now. Because yeah. uh, I had it down to two. And just so you guys know from behind the scenes, we, we do a big rush of interviewing people. Uh, and then we release them uh, where we can. And we try to just do that so that we can make it different and, and exciting every week so it's not kind of the same thing. So we are going to drop an interview with a top 10 games athlete on the female side. I believe she was the eighth fittest woman in the world. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure she finished eighth. And that would be one myth, Miss Bethany Shadburn. That was fun. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're releasing that on Monday. Uh, it was a, it was a great interview. Um, I have been a big fan of hers for a long time. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. I've been trying to get her on the podcast. Gosh, since almost since we started. Yeah. Um, and to finally get her, that was a, that was a huge, huge get for me. And I'm really pumped and excited. And so she's coming out on Monday and we had some really interesting conversations with her. Uh, kind of not, not necessarily st- straight down the CrossFit path, uh, but some different things that are going on in her life and some mindset things that she really has to work on. Um, and she was very open and honest about that. And did we, did we get Bella in the shot or did I ruin it by ooing on? No, no, Bella. I'm going to have to insert be- a picture of Bella. Okay. So, so explain, people. explain to people why that doesn't, why, what happens. So when we interview people with dogs, this always happens because of the two people I am on here with tonight is the person goes to show the dog and I do our interviews on speaker view from our zoom where these ones we do in gallery view. So you can see all three of us all the time. But when I have Bethany on and she goes, Oh, here's Bella. And she picks up her unit and she spins it. All of a sudden these two get really close to the screen and they go, Ooh, Ooh, look at the dog. Well, because their voice is doing that then it activates to them and not us, you, the audience never get to see the dog. Yeah. It almost <laughs> happened yesterday or the day before when we recorded too. And you, you were about to like stop us. And we both went, <laughs> my- <laughs> you both did the exact same thing when we were recording yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to just like, from now on, I'm going to have put myself on mute yep. and then I'll unmute it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. It's hard not to react. Especially with you two and dogs. Dog moms. Yep. Yep. Well, hey. Hey. Don't forget, comment, like, subscribe. Merch. Do all those things. Uh, Merch closes. Merch closes Friday, July 31st at midnight. Cash app, Venmo. Tell me your address, size, and type, and we will get that out to you as soon as it comes in. People better hurry up. Yeah, I don't want to miss the train. Let's go. All right. Well, with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.